This is a Scottish Government podcast on the shaping of the new Scotland Rural Development Programme. The podcast will be in two parts. The first looks at the priorities of the new SRDP and the second lays out proposed changes and delivery of the new programme. You'll hear from Billy McKenzie, who is the SRDP programme manager. Part one begins now. Hello, my name is Billy McKenzie. We're here to talk about the Scottish Rural Development Programme 2014-2020. Uh, The purpose of this consultation is to expose our current thinking to the public. We're keen to seek your views um, and get your help in designing this programme. It's a very complex and very wide-ranging programme. We need to hear as many views on it as possible. This is not the end of the process. Um, We've had a significant stakeholder engagement today and we want to continue building on that. Um, And it's important that we take the policy of this forward with delivery colleagues to make sure that when we get the policy and the programme developed at the end, that we can actually deliver it effectively and efficiently. So, what is the strategic context for SRDP 2014 to 2020? We start off with the Europe 2020 strategy. That sets the agenda for European investments across the whole European Union. Underneath this sits the Common Strategic Framework. That's the framework that looks to integrate the various European Union investment funds. So that's structural funds, regional development fund, fisheries fund and the rural development fund integrates it so that it can be used in a complementary fashion and achieves maximum value for money sitting underneath that is our own scottish government purpose and national performance framework these are the things that the scottish government has set out at the beginning of its term that it wants to achieve across scotland the outcomes that we're focused on and the outcomes that we want to achieve so to secure all of that There's a partnership agreement that outlines how we're going to deliver the funds and how we're going to ensure that we integrate the funds. So that's the top level stuff. Underneath that is the individual operational programmes. So you've got the IFRID Pillar 2 budget, which is the Scottish Rural Development Programme. That's what we're here to discuss today. And underneath the Pillar 2 is all the range of priorities for rural Scotland that we believe are important and it will we want to roll out across 2014-2020. So what are these priorities? Well, we're looking to split them into three different funds. So there'll be a fund for competitiveness, innovation and jobs. There'll be a fund for local development and social inclusion. And there'll be a fund for low carbon resource efficiency and environment. Now, that's to make sure that we take an integrated approach across all the funds. Each of those funds will utilise budgets from the individual European programmes to varying amounts depending on what the priorities are for each of the programme budgets. So that's the strategic context and how we're going to structure the delivery of the various European funds. So what are our priorities, um, specific priorities for rural Scotland? We have the regulation articles. Now that's up to around 22 investment articles that we can use to roll out projects across Scotland. Broadly speaking, these can be described in three different categories. Economic growth, rural communities, environment and climate change. What we need to hear from you is what we should do. We've got some ideas, broadly speaking, that are fit within those three priorities there. We've got a Scottish Government purpose, we've got a national performance framework, but we need to know the specifics. The current programme has delivered a huge range of projects across a lot of priorities, but we live in a new world now. We've got less money to play with than before. We need to make sure that we focus our efforts and prioritise. So what do we buy and where do we buy it? 
Do we take the current approach where it's open to everyone, we'll consider any application at all and we just want people to come forward or should we target our money? Should we make sure that we get the maximum value for money? But that does mean that we need to focus, we need to prioritise and we need to say no, we're not going to deliver that priority. It is important but we need to make sure that given the limited budgets that we've got under the current difficult economic climate that we invest the money much more strategically in a much more targeted fashion. So how should we do that? We need your help. What support should we provide under the current programme? There's a lot of different schemes under the current programme. You've got LEADER that rolls out a huge range of projects for rural communities. That will continue. It's a minimum 5% of the current budget and it will be a minimum 5% in the new programme as well. Agri-environment. The environment is extremely important. That's linked to ensuring that we address climate change as well. What do we need to do under that? We need your views. And there is the current LFA scheme, Less Favoured Areas. This provides crucial support to vulnerable businesses within remote areas. There's been criticism that it doesn't provide support in the right way or in the right place. We don't know if that's true, but there has been criticism of that. There will be Less Favoured Area support in the future programme. It may be delayed, um, the change of it may be delayed, uh, because it is a highly contentious area within the European Union, and there is proposals to delay the implementation of the new proposals for areas of natural constraint. So that would mean continuing with the less favoured area support that we have just now. The benefit of that is that it will allow changes to the Pillar 1 scheme to take effect before we then change another important aspect of support to the agricultural sector. So there's benefits in the delay but there's a downside that we would have to live with the problems that some people say are present within the current scheme. Forestry. We will continue with forestry support in the future programme. Uh, we have a tree planting target that we want to maintain and look to increase wherever possible. It's a particularly important aspect of a response to climate change and we'll ensure that that continues in the new programme. Food and drink. It's a massively successful programme. It's created a lot of jobs and maintained a lot of jobs throughout the country. Economic growth is extremely important to this government, sustainable economic growth. We want to make sure that continues. Food and drink sector is a key growth sector. We will be continuing that in the next programme in some sense. Crofting, another important area in this country. Highly important cultural and environmental and social aspect within our rural areas. We want to make sure that we support these crofts and crofters in these areas and make sure that they can continue to remain viable businesses. We will have some sort of support for crofting. We need to know what that support should be. Should it be within the main SRDP? Should it be a specific programme? We want to hear views. Innovation. New ideas, best practice, implementing scientific approaches that will increase productivity, improve the environment, respond to climate change. All of these things are important for the next programme. All of these things are important for Scotland. We want to make sure that we can enable these and roll them out as much as possible, building on the successes that we've gained under the current approach to skills development scheme, such as monitor farms. We want to do more of that. We want to see what else we can do. We're proposing that we have an innovation challenge fund in the next programme. We want to hear views on that. Business development, modernisation of agriculture, rural businesses in their widest sense, farm diversification, all of these things are crucial to our rural areas. We want to make sure that our small local businesses can continue to thrive, can continue to grow and sustain themselves. Small businesses are vital to our villages. They may not be seen as a huge priority within cities where we want to grow the medium enterprises, but in our rural areas, small businesses are the lifeblood of our local communities. We want to see what type of support 
we need there and make sure that it's available. And lastly, new entrant young farmers. There's a significant issue across Europe with generational renewal. Our farming population is getting older and it's getting increasingly harder for younger farmers to enter into that sector. We need to support them as much as we can. The regulations allow us to provide some support. We are setting out some ways that we could do this, building on the proposals from the new entrance panel. We want to hear your views on that. So that's what we could provide in the new programme. That is the end of part one of this Scottish Government podcast on the new Scotland Rural Development Programme. Part two will cover the proposed changes from the old programme to the new one and how the 2014-2020 programme will be delivered.